This podcast is brought to you by HealthCareInfoSecurity.com, the leading online publication for risk management and security professionals within the healthcare industry. This is Howard Anderson, Executive Editor at HealthCareInfoSecurity.com, welcoming you to Week in Review for February 18th, 2011. In the news this week, 1.7 million individuals are being notified of a health information breach incident involving data from the New York City Health and Hospitals Corporation. It's the largest breach reported so far under the Hitech Act breach notification rule, which went into effect in September 2009. Computer backup tapes from the New York provider were stolen on December 23rd from an unlocked, unattended truck that was being used to transport them to a secure storage location. The tapes included information on patients and hospital staff from the North Bronx Healthcare Network. Also on the tapes was information the hospital's occupational health services collected about employees of vendors and contractors. All those affected are being offered one year of free credit protection services. A spokesman for New York City Health and Hospitals said that while the organization has encrypted most of its backup files, the tapes that were stolen had not yet been encrypted. The organization has been undergoing a multi-year data center consolidation project, which requires the transition and transfer of all data backup systems to the new center for storage, the spokesman said. As part of this process, the organization had to standardize data systems across the hospitals and encrypt all clinical systems backups. It had already encrypted more than 80% of the data. The hospital system files stolen were scheduled for the necessary migration and encryption in March 2011. In this week's featured blog, I note that the New York breach incident highlights the need for better protection of mobile storage media, especially by using encryption. But is storing tapes off-site the best way to back up protected health information? Security consultant Rebecca Harrell's answer is, it depends. It depends upon the situation, the size of the backups, how often they are made, where the facility is located, and so on, Harold says. There are now many ways in which backups may be made in addition to this older, more traditional way. However, this may be the most feasible way to make backups for some organizations. The method used should be the most appropriate for the risk environment of the organization and the situation, Harold says. Security expert Kate Borton offers a similar perspective, saying no one approach to information backup is the best fit for all. I don't think it's black and white, she says. Borton adds, many organizations are phasing out physical backup media in favor of backup over the internet. Of course, that has its risks too, unless proper security measures are followed. Harold says the New York breach incident provides another important lesson. It also demonstrates why healthcare providers and all kinds of organizations with sensitive information need to ensure the business associates to whom they entrust confidential and sensitive information have effective safeguards in place she says. I'll be back after a short break to tell you about the rest of our weekly review. Are you responsible for your institution's regulatory compliance program? Do electronic medical records, patient privacy, or data breaches keep you up at night? Do you have any certifications which require continuing professional education credit hours? The solution to your problems may be the healthcareinfosecurity.com educational webinar library. You'll find plenty of courses that align with your core responsibilities. Visit healthcareinfosecurity.com for more information on how to access these webinars. Welcome back. In this week's featured interview, Hussein Syed, Director of IT Security at St. Barnabas Healthcare System, 
explains why the organization is shifting from software-based to hardware-based encryption. The Six Hospital Health System in New Jersey is using self-encrypting hard drives to make it easier to encrypt patient data to maintain privacy and comply with the HITECH Act and HIPAA. Here's a clip from that interview. The encryption is done at a hardware level, so there is negligible performance overhead. The only difference is that a user has to log in twice into a laptop. When the machine boots up, they have to log in with their credentials, and then it comes to Windows logon, and they have to authenticate it again. The entire provisioning cycle is now down to about an hour, from 18 to 20 hours, and which is a very good service level for us. It also has no performance overhead, so users in the field working with larger files, copying data, moving data, have no performance issues and no user satisfaction issues. Be sure to check out healthcareinfosecurity.com for all the latest news, interviews, blogs, and more. This is Howard Anderson. Thanks so very much for listening. This podcast has been brought to you by healthcareinfosecurity.com. For more interviews, breaking news, research, and educational webinars, please visit www.healthcareinfosecurity.com.